As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Wendy. And I'm Jess, and you're listening to the Food Heaven Podcast. Your online resource for inclusive and accessible wellness. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are covering one of our favorite topics and things to do, period. Mm-hmm. And that is, drum roll. <laughs> that so was Hold on. more of like a deflated balloon. But yeah. <laughs> we're going to be talking about sleep, specifically things that we do to get a good night's sleep because I don't know about you, Jess. Well, I do know about you because it's pretty similar with me. Like if we're not getting good sleep, it pretty much disrupts every aspect of our lives. Ruins everything. Everything. Don't even want to get out of bed. Can't even function. <laughs> don't want to talk to nobody. No. Don't want to do anything. Which is the worst yeah. thing that you can do if you don't sleep well. Yeah. It's so important. I've been learning. Yeah. It's also like linked to pretty much like every health condition. But aside from like health reasons, it's like you just don't feel good. It's like, oh, it's the worst. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's like a priority. Like I need to make sure all my all my little routines are in order so that I can get the best sleep possible. And it's it's been a challenge because like, I've been traveling a lot lately with the renovation project I have going on in the DR. And so it's like, you know, not being home consistently throws everything off. And so I've had to do all of the hacks to try to like consistently get some good sleep. And it's been kind of wonky lately, to be honest. I'm like currently so tired. Yeah, no, mine has been bad since the pandemic. And um, I actually hired a sleep coach. Oh my God, that's right. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Like what you guys do and, you know, like what, what that is. Yeah. Well, she has her own methods. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Um, she created, she wrote a book. I don't remember what it's called, but it's about all these different like pathways when it comes to sleep. And we don't do like maybe traditional sleep stuff, even though we, we talk about that, like what we're going to talk about on the podcast today, you know, sleep hygiene. I think it's like kind of beyond that. Like if you're having trouble and you're doing all the things right. I find it helpful because my main takeaway from it is just like being kind to yourself. I know that that sounds super basic, but what happens when you have anxiety, which is what I have, it can kind of spiral out of control. And so sometimes at night, like your mind is just playing whatever thing. And then, then you start having anxiety about not sleeping and then that spirals out of control and then you don't sleep because you have anxiety about it. And so the main takeaway honestly is to not stress about sleep so much and to understand that you can't really control it. You can only like 
facilitate letting it happen and kind of like letting go, if that makes sense. And that's been the biggest thing. So even if like last night, for example, I woke up because I had a thought (laughs) and uh, I went to the bathroom, I had a thought and I was like, oh my God. And it started stressing me out. And then I went back to bed. And typically, actually, since I've been working with her, I've been able to go back to sleep. But last night I just couldn't. And so what I did was got out of bed which all of the sleep experts recommend, even the ones that we've had on our podcast, which can be really hard. But I got out of bed and um, you just do something else. And I probably was out of bed for two hours and then went back in bed and, and fell asleep. And normally that would, like I said, like ruin my whole day. But I think the main takeaway is like, that's going to happen sometimes. You need to still get up and have your routine so it doesn't become like a cycle. Mm, okay. Yeah, something that I've been doing uh, that has been helpful because I was waking up a lot when I I just got back from DR and I was waking up consistently at like three in the morning. I wasn't able to go back to sleep and I can't like sleep in when I'm over there because I have to be up by a certain time to like get the renovations going. And so it was just like really wearing me down. And yeah, I was looking into all the research and stuff. I saw the whole like get out of your room, go to another room or whatever. But I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. I was like, I don't I'm so yeah, lazy. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't want to get I don't want to get out of my room. <laughs> so <laughs> what I did was like, I'm sure you saw this too, Jess. It's like a breathing technique where you like um, I forget what the technique is called, but I remember Jeradmi also spoke about it when she was on our podcast. But you like breathe into each body part for like 10 seconds mm. and you start with like the top of your body and then you like make your way down. And I noticed like I was always getting like I wouldn't even make it past my head because my thoughts were like racing. I would get stuck in like the neck area. Mm. And yeah, like initially I was in, I was like, I don't know it's gonna work but then it actually started working and I've been doing that yeah for about a month now and it's really helpful I love that yeah yeah it's good um but yeah let's talk about like practical things that are helpful for like just getting quality sleep things that we do consistently for me it's been the sleep mask like that is like a Mm non-negotiable before I was not a sleep mask person. And then I feel like I've been into it for maybe the past five years. And now I can't mm-hmm. sleep without a sleep mask. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I I'm, like the ones that apply a little bit of pressure to the eyes. Oh, interesting. I think we have a, the same one. Yeah. Or like similar. Where we you can like adjust Amazon. it, I think. And you can like tighten it a bit. Yes. No, I agree. For me, it's the sleep mask is ideal. Or, you know, we wrap our head at night. <laughs> most black people. So like I'll pull my head because my head wrap is like silk. So I can like pull oh, that over because okay. you can't see through it. Like yeah. if for whatever reason, the sleep mask is like not available. Yeah. Um, and that works well too. But the sleep mask is like the gold standard. Yeah, exactly. And also I don't have a weighted blanket. However, I am getting one this weekend and I'm going to try it and let y'all know. But I do have mm-hmm. like a pretty heavy duvet and it's just like it's comforting having something heavy on me, you know? Yeah. So that's been helpful. Have you tried the weighted blanket, Jess? I have only tried it at my friend Ashley's house who has been on this podcast. Um, we were watching like 90 Day Fiance and we were sitting under a weighted blanket and it was so comfortable. I've been meaning to buy one too. The only issue for me is like I would be scared that I would get too hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As yeah. the night progresses. Yeah, I get cold so easily. So for me, it's like even having a fan is like a lot. So 
yeah, usually like in the summertime, I'm sleeping like straight up covered <laughs> with like a duvet and like usually people who come to visit me are like melting in here. But it kind of works out for me in that way, um, which actually leads me to like my next point, which is temperature, because it's really important to keep a cool temp. It all depends because like for me, I, I get cold super easily, but the experts generally recommend like 65 degrees. For me, 65 degrees, like I need to be covered from head to toe right. because I'm so cold. But, you know, just like having a comfortable sleeping temperature so you're not like sweating at night. Yeah, because that'll I mean, that's one thing I did talk about with my sleep coach is just um, and we've talked about on the podcast is environmental factors. And so what happens for me is like I start off the night cold. And so then I'll put like more clothes on. But as I the night progresses, I get harder and hotter. Mm -hmm. So and typically I have to go to the bathroom like one or two times. So what I started doing was when I go to the bathroom, if I'm getting hotter, I'll just take off a layer of clothes. And then like the next time I go to the bathroom, I'm even hotter. So I'll take off another layer of clothes. And that I feel like works because you can kind of move through all the different temperatures. So I'll like take my socks off or if I'm wearing like pants, maybe I'll like take those off or put shorts on or something like that. Yeah. 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 I like that. Also, I just want to throw this in, in there because it's so important to like invest in quality sleepwear. I think even from like pajamas, like making sure that you're actually comfortable in the clothes that you're sleeping in. Cause sometimes like I'll sleep in my, what I'll do is like, as I'm winding down, cause I work out in the morning. So I'll just sleep in my workout clothes. And lately I'm like, oh, this is not comfortable. <laughs> it's like my workout bra that I'm sleeping in and it's like very restrictive. And so just making sure that like you have loose fitting clothes or just like sleep with no clothes at all that might be even more comfortable but just making sure that you feel comfortable relaxed and also that applies to like your mattress your pillows I know it can get kind of pricey but now they have so many great options like yeah I've seen great mattresses for like $200 or even less you know you can go to like those like local department stores to get like memory foam pillows like it really does make a difference and when I was younger I never cared about this stuff but now I'm like oh no like I have to make sure <laughs> I have remember to make I, sure. I, I spent the night at your house and and I was like girl I can't sleep on this mattress yeah you're well, like what do you mean it's comfortable I'm like girl <laughs> this is like a sleeping on a pile of bricks what? I know all my friends were like girl you need to get a new mattress now I have like one of those fancy mattresses but yes in my 20s I was definitely like I had those like cardboard boxes yeah as a match <laughs> sometimes you don't know until until you have a good one and yeah. then you're like but then the problem is it's harder to sleep in other places because I used to not care either and then now that I have like my best mattress like ever if I go to a hotel and they like have janky mattresses or whatever it's like I have a harder time oh yeah sucks. for sure yeah but also as, you know as you get older like and you start getting more like body aches and pain mm -hmm. it's like you kind of lean into those things more because you know it's just like not nice waking up with like a cramped back and like your body feels it more as you get older yeah I one thing that has helped me so much with um, the cramped back is sleeping on my back mm -hmm. because I used to not be able to sleep on my back. I like period not to get too detailed, but I, I'm sounding like super woo woo. But like I would have well, I guess it's called sleep paralysis is the technical term, but mm -hmm. it just depends on what you believe. Like I believe it's more like starting of an out, out of body experience or an out-of-body experience. And so anyway, 
I felt like when I slept on my back, that would start to happen. And so I would only sleep on my stomach. But in the last like maybe four years, I have somehow been able to start sleeping on my back. And the crazy thing is I used to wake up with bad back pain every day and neck pain because I would only sleep on my stomach. And um, I went to like chiropractor, like all the different people. And they were like the simplest advice, like you need to sleep on your back, like stop sleeping on your stomach. And I was like, no, that's not going to work. And finally, like, you know, over the last like four years, I've been doing that and it makes the biggest difference in the world. Mm. Did you sleep on your stomach or back or side? Um, You know, it kind of like rotates throughout the night. <laughs> I feel like I okay. start sleeping on my side and then, yeah, I feel like I wake up sleeping on my stomach. Mm-hmm. It just, I, and that doesn't hurt your back. I don't even know. I do like a 360. So I'm not really sure. Like I'm on my back. Okay. I'm on like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. No, I feel you. Yeah. Well, so the position for some people makes a difference. Yeah. Um, for sure. One thing too, that I think is really important. We can talk about. Um, and by the way, we're just giving our kind of sleep routine things that have worked. Like we've also struggled with sleep as we said at the top of the episode. So just, you know, take it. With a grain of salt, if something seems like it might be helpful for you, I always love hearing like other people's routines. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, the biggest thing is that'll help me like sleep well and get enough sleep is just starting that wind down routine around like an hour before I'm ready to that I want to get in bed. Yeah. Um, and I find that the biggest block in my life from doing that is being on the phone. So if you guys have um. If you guys, you know, deal with that same thing where the phone can be a challenge at night and you can, you know, just wind up on YouTube and it's like 1 a.m. and it's like, what happened? You might want to consider installing this app. It's called um, the Freedom app. Have you heard of it, Wendy? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. It's amazing. So I think it, you, there's a free version and I finally am doing the paid version. And it also works on the desktop as well. And you can block certain sites for however many hours or until a certain time. So now I have it scheduled that every day at nine o'clock until the next day at eight o'clock, like most of my phone, except for like text and calls is blocked. Oh, okay. Um, and that just means like you can't be on the phone like in the morning. I don't know what happened this morning, Winnie, because you were texting me at six, like 6.30 and I was getting them. I'm like, why is this working? But usually it doesn't work. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. So the Freedom app is amazing and I highly recommend that. And then just like starting to get ready for bed and have kind of like whatever your wind down routine is. So for me, it's um, kind of, you know, brushing teeth, washing face. I'm sure most people, I have medication that's like near my bed that I like to get ready because I have to take it first thing in the morning. I like to have my water bottle kind of ready to go. The blue light blocking glasses are like everything. We've talked about those on the podcast specifically we use blue blocks which we love and I still use those every single night so just like finding whatever kind of helps you get in a bedtime mood yeah those are really good I also like cutting out fluids a couple hours before bed because that is the main reason why I get up in the middle of the night it's to use the bathroom and it becomes an issue like falling back asleep or at least it has been lately and so I try to just like stop all fluids forget about it if I'm like out drinking alcohol like the other night I got up at least four times during the night to use the bathroom I was so upset I'm like oh or like if I'm about to get my period and I'm like bloated and like 
retaining yeah. fluid. I'm like going to the bathroom six times during the night. It's like crazy. So, yeah, I try to like limit, you know, limit water, limit drinks, um, especially depending on where I am in my cycle to like limit that from happening. Yep. So important. Yeah. Or or yeah, just like foods that have a lot of fluid. I think I talked about a couple of weeks ago, watermelon. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. It's don't like, don't have watermelon before bed. <laughs> or papaya. I had papaya last night and that was why I woke up a couple of times. Yeah. Y'all, I don't even know where to begin because the sponsors that come on for this podcast, I be fangirling over them. This week we have MZ Wallace. For those of you who are like, MZ Wallace, you know, you don't know what it is. Well, it's an innovative line of bags and accessories that are designed to do more. Whether that means you're traveling more, you're going to the gym more, you want a more efficient commute. I am obsessed with this brand. They sent me their travel gym bag. Aside from making the most out of like everyday things, it has been God sent for the travels that I've been doing. You'll find pockets right where you need them. It's lightweight, it's stain and water resistant. And it just has so many smart design details that you never knew you needed. I know Jess has a top handle backpack and she's raving about it too. When we were in California, it was funny because I had the travel bag and then she had the backpack and we look so cute together. (laughs) They're so cute. Y'all need to check them out. And as an added plus, I love that it's a female founded brand. The travel gym bag, which is the one that I have, is great for overnight trips, weekend trips, workouts. One of my favorite things was that it had a detachable pouch inside, which when I do these like weekend trips, I hate having my like shoes mix up with other stuff because like obviously germs. And it's nice because it has this like pouch. It's so easy to wash and it just takes the guesswork out of packing. MZ Wallace is offering our Food Heaven listeners 15% off your first purchase. All you have to do is go to mzwallace.com forward slash food heaven. That is mz as in zebra, wallace.com forward slash food heaven for 15% off your first purchase. MZ Wallace designed to do more. One other thing that the sleep experts recommend, the ones we've had on the podcast and even my sleep coach, is don't get into bed until you are sleepy. Because what happens is people get into bed too early or let's say they didn't sleep well the night before. Like for example, I didn't sleep well last night and you try to like make up for it by like getting in bed at eight o'clock. That doesn't work Mm -hmm. because your body may not be ready to go to bed at eight o'clock and then you're just going to start that anxiety cycle. So Mm -hmm. it's really important to whatever your routine is, like they say no screens, but I still have my blue light blocking glasses on and I'll watch TV. And I also changed all the lights in the house to like red lights Mm -hmm. so that um, it's not emitting the blue light when I'm trying to go to sleep at night. But like, yeah, I'll watch TV. I'll lie on the couch and then I'll start to fall asleep and then I'll transfer into the bed. Okay. Are they literally like they're red, the lights? Yeah. It looks okay. like red light special. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have a cu- Yeah. We don't actually, it's, we don't really have like that many lights mm-hmm. in our house for whatever reason or in the living room. There's just like one lamp. Yeah. But it's, it's red. Yeah. Well, yeah. You guys have like such good light in there. So it's just a problem at night because it's, yeah, it's pretty dark. Oh, but, yeah. 
that. <laughs> like when we Skype people, they're like, why is it pitch black? And we're like, wait, what? We don't even notice it. Yeah, I do remember actually. You, I think you were like Marco Polo and me one night and it was red. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. I don't know what they're into. But <laughs> no, it's because it like it's just try it. You guys, if you struggle with sleep and like now I can never be in a place that was super bright because I'm just so used to it. But mm-hmm. if you struggle with sleep and you have all these lights on at night, like before you go to bed, I swear, just try putting in some red light bulbs and making that light a lot softer and see if it makes a difference. Because what's mm-hmm. supposed to happen, and I know with the blue blocks glasses that we have, like they've looked at studies where it helps your body um, produce more melatonin. And I guess the blue light inhibits the production of melatonin. And so I find it makes a huge difference. Hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, in wrapping, I also want to go over some signs that you've gotten a good night's sleep because I know for a lot of people, it's like, you know, you're sleeping maybe seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours, but you wake up and you're still not feeling so great. And so, you know, the amount of hours that you're in bed doesn't always translate into like good sleep quality. And some people might not even need seven hours. You know, that's like kind of controversial to like the science around how much sleep people need. So just some signs that you can assess when you are ready to start your day is that you wake up alert. So you're not snoozing the alarm 20 times. Um, You're like ready to start the day. For me, like a good indicator of sleep quality is that I just wake up naturally. You know, I don't like have to use an alarm. My sweet spot is eight hours, like uninterrupted. And so like on weekends when I don't have any like responsibilities to be up for, it's nice because I can usually within eight hours, like I'm very attuned. I just wake up naturally. I don't need an alarm or anything like that. So that's one sign. Also, like having consistent energy levels. I was just telling Jess, like today, my energy is like very quickly dipping because I had like a terrible dream last night. And like the qual, like I got eight hours, but the quality just wasn't all there. And so if you find that you're like struggling to stay awake that's a red flag. Um, if you find yourself like always needing to take naps like multiple times a day, that might be a sign that, you know, your energy levels are not really consistent throughout the day. Um, yeah. Any other things, Jess? Yeah, I would say your eyes will feel rested. And this is the biggest indicator for me that I didn't get enough sleep. It's so basic, but my eyes will be red, irritated, and most importantly, they're dry. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's about, um, but I can tell like instantly if it wasn't enough sleep, especially when you have to like wake up at 4 a.m. to catch a flight or something. Like my eyes are so red and so red and dry, like it's hard to even open them. Also, just being able to concentrate. I've noticed like when I don't have enough sleep, you're tired, your energy's low. So you have a really hard time getting work done, concentrating. I feel like I need to take multiple naps a day. Um, So that's another one. Yeah. So you'll be able to concentrate on school or work or whatever it is you have for the day and not feel like five minutes go by and you're constantly like picking up your phone and distracted because your brain is just not functioning optimally. So those are just a couple of things that you know, you might want to look out for and kind of our sleep hacks as people who have struggled with sleep and are working on slash, you know, have found things that are helpful. Curious what works for you all. So make sure 
to let us know, like send us a DM on Instagram at food heaven so we can continue the sleep conversation. Yeah. And we want to do more like hack episodes. So if there are ideas that you have that you think will be good for us to cover, definitely let us know. We're trying to like mix things up, have a range of topics on the podcast. So yeah, just shoot us a DM or leave a comment on the IJ. And that's about it. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Food Heaven podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to connect with us online. We're most active on the gram at Food Heaven, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter at Food Heaven Show. If you like this podcast, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Yep. Our podcast is released every Wednesday and each week we take a deep dive into topics like health at every size, food and culture, intuitive eating, mental health, and body acceptance. If you're looking for a sustainable and inclusive path to wellness, come hang out with us to learn how to take care of yourself from the inside out. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.